Um, hi, Fringe. Hello, Fringe. And your laptop is blocking your way to the Microsoft. Is that better? Uh, maybe more like that. That. Oh, crap. <sighs> Interesting. Lorel's Python C down there are less likely. Oh yeah, tons of CPU news. <laughs> I think we've got to do a hard reboot. <laughs> uh. <gasps> so I had my peer review today, and uh, people that do it kind of fill out the, like a little form that has. Uh, like ranking of how you do in each category and stuff. And one's like the worst, and I think five's like the best you get. Anyways, the one of the reviews had a ranking of one on one of the answers, and me and the HR guy were looking at trying to figure out why why that rating was there. And so I went and talked to the guy later uh, later on, or he he actually came by. He's like, well, "How'd your peer review go?" I was like, "It's okay. Someone gave me a one though." He's like, "Really?" I'm like, "Yeah, you." <laughs> <laughs> so apparently. He just accidentally clicked it or something. <laughs> but it was funny. Thunderbolt sounds interesting. Never heard of it. It's mostly been an Apple thing up until now. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. So it was the Intel technology that Apple just leveraged then apparently. Yeah. Huh. It was originally supposed to be like a fiber optic cable type interconnect. But I guess Apple like kind of twisted Intel's arm and made it a copper, you know, standard copper wire thing, which I thought was a huge letdown. And I'm like, I don't want to use it anymore. I mean, if it's fiber optic, it's only going to be good for data and not power, though. Yeah. Unless you include copper wires for power and fiber optic for data communication. But then, you know, like if it's optimized for data, you know, like I think that there would be an application for... Just a very high bandwidth data cable without power. Well, you just don't plug in the power if you don't need power. You could have them as additional wires on it, maybe. Yeah. In other words, just make a, you know, like a data interconnect wire. If you need power, well, there's a USB ports for that. <laughs> suppose. Wow, that's how you drive adoption. They made it uh, non-exclusive royalty-free. USB-C... Is that the, what cell phones use as USB-C? That's what the new ones are using. The new ones, okay. The, like, normal phones or normal phones, old phones, like, most smartphones yeah. use micro USB. Okay. Yeah, because mini USB is, like, more rectangular. Mm. So they saying that the, the Thunderbolt port is physically the same as USB-C. Yeah. Interesting. So for computers with USB-C, then they wouldn't. It would just be a the processor update and software would support it. Then that the physical things are there. That's interesting. Your laptop is quite loud. It is still still on my keeping my eyes open for a terabyte SSD. I don't know if that would help it be a little less hot burning. 
feel like prices might be low enough this Black Friday to maybe get one for kind of the price range I was looking. I was waiting for them to come down low enough to be bothered getting one. <sighs> Basically tracing out how far I bike. Mm. Oh, I really should do that sometime. What's that? So start here at the T station, mm -hmm. like first one downtown, go down to here, turn around, go back down to the waterfront, turn around, go all the way back to Point State Park, then go north here, go back down over to here, and then back down to there. That's 30 miles. That's quite a ride. You should come up uh, up by where I live sometime and go with us. Uh, there's the rails to trails. Up there uh, by East Brady there, by the river. It's pretty nice up there. It's nice and flat. Nice so scenery. But this is that last uh, turnaround all the way over here. Uh -huh. I usually don't do that. Well, it... like I've never done that. <laughs> like 30 miles is a long ways. But usually do 22 for a full like weekend tour. Okay. So how, how long does it take you? Does it take you the, the two hours pretty much? Or... Yep. Okay. Uh, let's see. Aha, I was going to update my computer while I was at your house. But during the weekdays, like in the evenings after work, well, yeah, I'll do like 13 or thereabouts. Mm, that's a pretty good ride. When you do that in the weekdays, you just stay around here and ride the streets? No. I you go downtown go and just do the North Shore. I guess you said the TC, you can just kind of go and it's not any cost to just go. Well, it it does cost a little bit, okay. but like two fifty for a ride, and if I get back down here within three hours, it's only another dollar. Okay. If not, it's another two fifty. Any of these any of these articles particularly interest you? Obviously, the one on VI. <laughs> Uh, so, what's the quick and dirty thing of the legal one? I'm getting there's something with patents and control of the, the item, but I it's probably taking a longer to read and comprehend. Yeah, so, uh, the basic gist of that is that this has been going on for over ten years. Not this particular case, but, uh, Lexmark has been anti- cartridge recycling by other people for like a long time mm -hmm. so uh like companies want to control every aspect of their products as you know uh <laughs> like even even after they sell it to you uh -huh. so uh like i think at some point they like tried to use the like the dmca like tried to incorporate drm into their cartridges <laughs> but people got around that I think, um, so, uh, like they were trying to use like every available method to try to stop people, like other people from, uh, like refilling cartridges and stuff. They're not get it that people won't use the printers if they can't refill their cartridges. Yeah. And they won't like you if like they, if you charge them like hundreds of dollars for their, uh, toner. So, um, uh, so yeah, they... I think they tried copyright law and DMCA. Now they tried patent law. Uh-huh. But uh, the court said 
once you sell it, you can't use patents to control it anymore. <laughs> because patents for selling things in the first place. I see. And also a shout out to Lord Coke. Apparently he was Coke. apparently he was a judge back in like the sixteen hundreds. Did he uh, have impact to patent laws? Uh, sort of. Uh, uh, as Lord Coke put it in the 17th century, if an owner restricts the sale or reuse of an item after selling it, that restriction is void because it is against trade and traffic and bargaining and contracting between man and man. So Apple shouldn't be stopping us from jailbreaking whatever it is. Is it the tablets or the phones? Which one or the other you can't jailbreak, I've heard. Both? It's both. Kind of, Wasn't the one that you are allowed to jailbreak? They they somehow finagled something through? Um, Probably from the, uh, uh, was it like the Library of Congress DMCA exception or something? Yeah, there's something like that, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> if you'd like to know more, you can search online later for this error, kernel data in page error. <laughs> huh. I heard that about the file name. The keyboard before input. So in other words, if you wrote to con, it would show up as keyboard input from the operating system's perspective, right? In the 98 era machines. Uh, I didn't exactly read too far into it. He's just saying reading from it kills it. But if it's the input... You should try uBlock Origin. It'll keep extension? It'll keep uh, web pages from eating your CPU alive. Uh, that is for Firefox. That could no, be helpful. No, I know you're on Chrome. Chromium. Oh, I am on Chromium. Oh, right, because I use... Uh, Chrome, because it plays nicer with Google Docs. I guess they work in Chromium. Sure. And then you might have to, like, reload all your pages. Maybe, but it shouldn't be too big of a deal. And added. Okay. Use reload all. Huh. Wait, it doesn't have a reload all for everything, though? I guess you'll have to go to each one and hit a reload. Oh, that's how you do it. It's, uh, I think I discovered that trick once for, like, dragging multiple tabs around. Huh. I don't use it often, but it's kind of a neat trick. Yeah, for Firefox, um, like when I try to click and drag tabs around, that I have to drag it two tabs over before it realizes, oh, you're trying to move a tab. And then like I have to move it back one because like I wanted to like put it just in front of one tab mm. or behind. It, it, you have to move it two tabs. Kicks it up. Uh, let's let's see if it'll if let's see if it'll do it. No, it 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 does it. One does not simply exit Vim. <laughs> I guess we'll. Or is uh, your updating still in progress? Um. Yeah. Okay. Currently. Okay. So. When when that calms down, your fan should too. Ooh, June eleventh. That's when my certificate expires. Well, let's. Let's do a uh, certificate change. Uh, let's see. Ah, Internet Explorer is the culprit. That's beautiful. 
So you know what uh, that Windows 10 bug means. What's that? You're going to have to test it out for us. What Windows 10 bug? The, the lock of the file system bug. I'm not running Windows. Apparently, that doesn't say it runs on 10, just 7 and 8. Really? Yeah. That's sad. Besides... Yeah, it does say it doesn't affect Windows 7, 10. Do you have a VM? Uh, not of any of those. You don't have Windows XP mode or... Oh, that probably doesn't affect anyways. Eh. Of course, in XP mode might. Okay, now I am renewing my uh, certificate. You have it down to a script that you run? Um, actually, it's uh, something I got off of GitHub. So, so that's what I'm saying. You don't have any action beyond running the script. Just like a really long... Uh, Wait time. So that's a cron job, really, for every so many month or something. Or yeah, two but... But I like to do it manually, so I can like have one of these certificate changing ceremonies uh, on the podcast. I see. So uh, it's verifying my various subdomains right now. Verify finish, starting to sign. So is it getting the subdomains from Glass Fish and the ones you have hosted? Uh, yes. Okay. So uh, you, it has to this CA has to specify which domain subdomains is good for them apparently. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so now I need to figure out which tool is going to put it in the format where I can shove it into the uh, Java thing. This is VPN. No, I don't need that. Full chain certificate, okay. Um, uh, I just did this like three months ago. Huh. Source keystore. Um, slash that. Oh crap, what's my keystore password? Uh, I think I had it as my master. Invalid null input? What? What a ripoff. It was free. I don't care, it's a ripoff. Poser. <laughs> okay. Now. I think. We can do this. And no, I have not uh, swapped out the uh, i7 down there, so it's still running on the existing one. Uh -huh. So, let's see. Would you happen to have a DVI to VGA converter thing? Uh, maybe, but I might have loaned it to my brother. Or left it in my other box. Well. Well, like, one that you're not using that I could just have? Um, 
Not for that. So I have one for the pie, but I'll probably use that again. And... Oh, look, my certificate's updated. <laughs> nice. Expiring August 28th. What the... the how it fades the image out there in your blog, it looks nice. Yeah, isn't that sweet? Uh -huh. Now, this one's a little confusing. <laughs> the way it fades, yeah. The, well, it looks really nice on the computer up top. Yeah, like, especially how the text fades as uh -huh. well. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, like, I was looking around, and I think it was Polygon that has it fading out to white. Okay. Or at least it did. Uh, What's the name of your board generator, Spruce? Yeah. Let's have a Spruce we haven't had in a while. Learnings collided overhead. The distinct teachings were panned. Uh, concise muscles lured backward. For a mellow basketball, basketball loops. It's like a tongue twister. Wearisome comparison flattens tighter because the navy blue seat is adept to rest. Flies will have done fetid? I don't even know what that is. Fetid. What does it mean? It's It actually goes with flies. Really? It's like very nasty stuff. Okay. Uh, so the, the flies will have done nasty stuff. Fetid. Uh, having an offensive order, odor. Okay. A livid ward will have been doubling pan. Ah, destruction will be puttering. <laughs> nice. And why is that sentence much smaller than the others? So your uh, Python script, then, if it's a Python generating, you just can you. You just calling that from the Java, or yeah. how did you plug that in? Okay, so you just passed so, the file name. So there, script. there is something called Jython, Jython, which is uh, Python in Java. Mm -hmm. So I just loaded that script into that. I see. So you just give it a path, and it loads it up and runs it. Yep. Oh, nice. So, um, like, I was able to configure it so that it would accept an XML string for the uh, the dictionary. Okay, so, so I actually, I actually the dictionary. So uh, let's see if I can actually get that up. Uh, content slash dictionary.xml. So like I actually have it loaded in the database along with all my other pictures and stuff. So I just read this file from the database, pass it into that mm -hmm. Jython thing, and just let it go. I see. Nice. Which um. Actually, I that reminds me. I have a feat to do. A GUI. I guess I can just go to anywhere on uh, GitHub and get to my stuff. Uh, all right. Cool. So, uh, are you ready? Yes. This, oh, this is odd, therefore it is you. That describes me exactly. <laughs> you didn't clap. You're, you're always so excited about that. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's just fun to do. It's, it's, a, it's a good thing. I mean, being first is good, right? Um, not unless you're the first one over the road. <laughs> the second one gets the cheese. <laughs> yes, the second mouse gets the cheese. <laughs> It's not like we have video or anything. No, it's not like we have video. 